What you are about to hear is a fun and educational show about financial issues. Join Dan Wendell and his co-host, Tony, as they explore topics related to retirement planning. No matter how close you are to retirement, it's time to listen to another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show with me, Dan Wendell, owner of Dolphin Financial Group. Today, we're going to be talking about the four phases of retirement spending. Now, I recently watched a TED Talk, and it was titled The Four Phases of Retirement. I liked it, and I'm going to put a link up in a moment so you can go and watch that. And today, I want to talk about that talk. And talk about the re- money involved in each phase of retirement. So it'll be an educational show and also a financial focus show, as we always do. And as we also always do, we're going to bring in Tony Shore. There he is. Tony, welcome to the show. We're going to be talking about a talk that I watched. Talking about a talk. Hey, hang on. Hey, turn down the basity rollers. The show is about to begin. <laughs> I, I just I, I don't know why I'm throwing out lines from So I Married an Axe Murder, Mike Myers. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I just had to throw that in there. I don't know why. Um, you're, I noticed one thing, Dan. Today's show, you're, you don't have the background. Uh, I like your your photo, your nice wall hanging with the dolphins. It f- it's fitting. It looks good. You look good. But usually you have some kind of background image that ties into the show. I'm getting lazy. No, I, I'm at the office today. Um, That's right. You're at the office. And yeah, not at the home studio. I don't feel like setting up the green screen. So, yeah, I got nothing witty. But the witty part is that we're going to talk about a talk. No, I did watch this YouTube video called The Four Phases of Retirement. Yep. And I've got the link up here that everyone can go and watch. It's Dr. Riley Moines, I guess his name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Canadian. So right up your alley, Southern Canadian, like you are. Um, Close, Minnesota. And he starts the talk by saying, hey, I am, you know, he's retired. He's like, uh, uh, or actually he's still a professor, I think. But he he said that um, he started the talk by looking up retirement, you know, how to live in retirement, what's going on. And everything was about money. And all the information out there was about money. And that's not what he wanted. So he started a, he started to survey, he surveyed, I think a hundred or a thousand retirees to find out what retirement's all about. And that's when he came up with this book that he wrote called the four phases of retirement. And he did a Ted talk. So I, I'm going to talk about that because we don't, we do focus a lot on the money yeah, and retirement, but what I see people getting tripped up with in retirement is, well, what, what to expect, what, what, what retirement's like. Because hopefully you only do it once. Yeah. Well, here's a doctor who wrote a book. He should have called it What to Expect When You're Expecting Retirement. There you go. That's Uh pretty witty. Mm -hmm. That's witty. So (laughs) I do want people to check this guy out and watch the TED Talk or read the book. But we're going to go the Cliff Notes version and we're just going to go through the four phases. But I want to focus on um, what the cost of each phase is from my perspective, because obviously um, it could be different for everybody as always. So sure. First phase of retirement vacation. Ah, I like this phase. Yeah. This is like everyone's ideal retirement. This is where you go out and party. You got no one telling you what to do. So you 
take advantage of it and you're on a you're on a permanent well, not a permanent vacation, but you're on vacation. And this is really what people envision their retirement to be. Sure. Traveling around, getting in an RV, driving across country, taking that trip or that cruise or going somewhere warm in the winter. Right. If you don't live somewhere warm. Waking up when you want to wake up. Going golfing if you want. Not yeah. reading a book, doing nothing. Right. Yes. So this is vacation phase. Yes. And he said that this lasts about a year for everybody. Sure. Now, again, generalizations, but he says this is lasts about a year and then you get bored and you miss the routine. You miss mm -hmm. getting up for a reason. Yep. Now, before we get on to the next phase, I want to talk about um, the cost of this phase. This phase is expensive. Um, because you are going on these trips or these doing the things that you've been putting off and they're not cheap. Yeah. Particularly, I mean, driving to California to go to Wally world, that costs money. Right. Right. The, Wally world to, costs money. Just the gas alone. Right. Sorry, folks. Um, parks closed. The moose out front should have told you. <laughs> it's my best John yeah. candy. I can't. You really, that was, that was a good John candy. That was good. Um, so what people need to realize is, um, and this is from a lot of people, a lot of people go through this phase yeah. and a lot of people think this is the way it's going to be their whole vacation. You know, the whole retirement is a vacation, sure. but it's not. It'll, sure. it'll 30 end. years of vacation, right? right. But yeah. it's not. Um, some people say that this is their vacation. I'm in phase one forever, but whatever. I'd, but the problem is money runs out. And so when you're planning for this phase, which you should, um, I think you should budget for it. And I do a lot with people and you've heard me before say, um, put a big chunk of spending early in retirement. But what you need to do is factor that in so that the rest of your retirement isn't, you're not destitute. So I do feel that when creating a retirement income plan, you should plan for a phase one. You should put money aside, come up with some sort of money and don't invest that. Put it under the pillow at the bank, you know, something safe. So that when you are ready to go on in your vacation that first year, you have the money right there and you're not worried about it. Then the rest of your money, you plan for the later phases of retirement. Sure. So it, it's about timing. You did slip into money there a little bit, but you're right. It's about timing. But his book probably talks more about the psychological aspects yes. of these four, I would assume. Yeah. So like you mentioned, uh, people get bored after a year of it lasts about a year. The 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 wild ride of freedom lasts about a year of traveling or seeing the grandkids or golfing every day. And that lasts about a year. And then you're like, okay, now what? Then you go into the phase two, which is the lost and loss phase. So I don't like the sounds of this one. Right. And this is, this is the one that's scary. Um, this is where you're kind of lost. You're like, well, that was fun, but I'm bored. Now what? Now what? And he says loss because you lose your routine. You lose your identity. A lot of people lose their identity through work. You know, that was sure. identity. You lose relationships. Maybe you had friends at work that you don't see anymore. Um, you lose your purpose. You lose power. You might have had yeah. a job that you had power. Now you have power over no one. So, um, and they all, he also said, you, you, this is a, the three D's. He said during his phase, depression, uh, decline, physical, and divorce. And um, 
the depression was the biggie that struck to me because I do see this. People get depressed when they don't have a purpose. Yep. Right. Yep. And, and, and uh, like you said, I think a key point here, I just want to go back to something you just said. Uh, when you're not work, a lot of people, their, their identity and who they are revolves around their job. Right. That's right. So everybody knows me. I'm Dr. Tony Shore, the DJ, the radio guy, the voiceover right. guy. And so when I stop that, then who am I? And I see, I see that with a lot of folks. Right. And when you go on vacation, it's great. You love it. and But you're eventually going to go back to work, right? So in retirement, you go on your vacation. It's great. And then, it, then what? And you don't yeah. go back to work. Yeah. And you're like, I don't want to go on vacation forever. I, most people don't have the money to pull that off. But, you know, so phase two, when it comes to money, I mean, this is definitely it's the psychological thing is you got to avoid depression. But when it comes to money, this is the cheapest phase because you're, yeah. you're, you're like, well, now what? Yeah. And sometimes you're slowing you actually, down a little bit and spending less money. M- all the money in the world doesn't help you in this phase. Cause you, what's your purpose? What do you want to do? Uh, having money helps like, okay, I can do certain things that require money, but usually it's not about money. It's about, well, where am I going? What's my direction? What, mm-hmm. What's my goal? And, yeah. um, but sometimes you actually make money in this phase because people go back to work. Yeah. And retirement's over. Yeah, they do. Are they volunteer? I mean, there are things you can do uh, to there are solutions to this phase. There are solutions. There are solutions. We'll get to those. But this phase is hopefully short, but sometimes Mm -hmm. it's really long. Sure. If you can't get out of it. And this is the phase that should scare people. And that's what it's meant to do. You know, he talks about it because this is but just know what's going to happen. And so this way you have prepared. So. Ultimately, you get out of this phase and hopefully and probably didn't spend much money to do so. And now you go into phase three, which is what he calls the trial and error phase. This is where you try different things to figure out what it will take to get you to get up in the morning. Because that's really the goal. Why are you getting out of bed? All right. I don't want, you know. Yeah. Right now for me, it's just this radio show, Dan. Right. There you go. So we, we retire the show. Yeah. What are you going to, what's going to get you out of bed? So you got to try new things. Yeah. You got to see what you'd like. Maybe you want to try a new hobby. Maybe you want to grow a garden. Maybe you want to go volunteer. Maybe whatever it is, you got to try stuff. And so the goal is to find something to get back in a routine, to get back all the things that you lost and not necessarily get paid for it. Now, some people go back to work. <laughs> That's right. And they happen to get paid for it. Right. But for most people, they try different things, different activities. I'm going to try kayaking. I'm going to try biking. I'm going to try reading. I'm going to try playing poker or mahjong, whatever it is. This is your chance to trial and error. This is phase three. And hopefully this isn't too long, but this could be expensive too. So let's talk about the money side of this. This could become expensive again depending on your hobbies. Sure. You know, if you decide I want, maybe I'll pick up being a professional poker player, you know, maybe I'll do that. You could lose a lot of money. (laughs) Um, Maybe I want to, right. Maybe I want to go mountain climbing. Um, That could be expensive, especially if you have medical bills. Right. Right. Um, But it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be. So again, it really depends on what you're trying, but this phase 
if you're going to try things out, you could be spending some money here. But the goal, again, is to get out of this phase into the last phase of, of the book, of his four phases. And that is reinvent, rewire. So you, you, you've, you've gone through the vacation phase. You've got it all out of your system. And then you have that depression. When you know, what am I going to do? You try a bunch of things in the trial and error. And then you finally find something that you really enjoy. And you find that meaningful activity or activities. You find these hobbies or things that you really like to do. And um, in his TED Talk, he suggested that more than likely, most people find that service to others is what ultimately brings you to phase four. So you mentioned it, volunteering. Volunteering Um, at organizations, local museums, art shows, things like that, community activities, churches. Right, right. Yeah. And who knows what it is? Only you can figure this out. But hopefully you're planning for this monetarily so you can eventually get there. And ultimately, it may not cost you anything to do this sort of stuff, except time, which is what you have the most of at that point, or the least of if you're thinking about it in longevity. Um, But one of the key points from this TED Talk, which I found very interesting, he brought it back. Phase four, you're reinventing because you went through the other three phases and you're regaining all the things you lost in phase two. You lost your routine, you lost your identity, you lost your relationships, you lost your purpose, you lost your power. You might find a new way to gain all those. Maybe you join a club and you're volunteering at that club or even maybe not volunteering, you're just meeting those people and you form a social connection with those people and you got all those things back. Now you have a reason to get up in the morning because you know you got to go to the club to do this and that. Or I'm going on Wednesdays, I go and do kayaking because I absolutely love it, right? I've, I've, I've identified I really like that. And so I know on Wednesday, I'm going to go meet up with Janet because that's what we do. We go kayaking. And, then, and that's the whole point. So these four phases get there. And so let's talk about the money part of this phase. Usually it's cheaper. Usually you've got in a rhythm. You're not trying new things out because you're happy with what you're doing and you've budgeted now. Okay. All right. I know I, I got, a, I, I bought the kayak. So now I got that thing and I know I got to pay for this and that, but that's all part of the budget. And we go out for lunch after. And I, so you get into this rhythm where the first phase is expensive. The second phase is really cheap because you're depressed. The third phase is expensive again because you're trying new things out. And then the last phase, you kind of leveled off and you find your rhythm, you got your budget, you're in a, you're in your zone. And that's kind of where the four phases of retirement go and how the money comes with it. Hmm. Yeah, that I, I can see, you know, my grandfather who we've brought up on the show before, Grandpa Bob, he's 101. And as we speak, Dan, he's uh, in the camper with his wife at a campground, a camper that he bought this year after he turned 101, by the way. And he had a stroke and he was actually in assisted living. And uh, like my son joked, he's the first person to ever move back home out of assisted living at age 101. <laughs> he very well might be. He, he might be, uh, but he's incredible. But I've, I, I have seen him. It's funny as you're talking. I'm like, yep, he went through that phase. Yep, 
he went through that phase. Yep, he went through that phase. He may have gone through it like a couple of times. He did. I mean, he's the travel thing was really like at least once a year to see national parks all over Yellowstone. He's been to Yellowstone probably 10 times. And now Yellowstone's washed out. So good thing he went. Yeah. Yeah. But um, he's in he was in phase four with the travel like that was his thing. Yeah. So we had. All right. I'm going to do this year. What I'm going to do this year. Right. But maybe the uh, assisted living thing was a trial and error. He's like, well, let me try that out. No, don't like it. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my travel. Got to go, yeah. go back to camping. Well, he, he always said, no, I'm, I'm getting out. I'm working hard with the physical therapist. And he, he would just, just sitting there talking to people. He kept moving. What are you doing? Well, I got to work this so I can get out of here. I got to get this use of this right arm and leg back so I can get out. <laughs> I mean, he just, He's a goer, but you, you know what? I have seen him go through all those, all four phases and a couple of those phases more than once, but uh, you know, and he's, he's in a thing, you know, camping is his thing and, uh, and working on projects, painting. He's, he, I mean, before he retired, he never picked up a paintbrush and made a painting. He never quilted, but after his second wife who quilted all the time died, he kept it going. So I mean, he's outlived two wives, so. (laughs) Right. And I think one of the takeaways from, from on the psychological side for me was, yeah, the vacation thing does end. The the party ends at some point and people say, oh no, I'm going to be, I'm going to be in phase one forever. It's all a big vacation. But I think what they've done is they've done the vacation and they skipped the lost phase because they found something quickly, um, maybe through trial and error, or maybe they just happened to hit hit the jackpot right away and said, I sure. really enjoy doing this. And they just keep doing it. Yeah. And so I think most people four. have that loss phase at some point, maybe it's short, maybe there's right. three, three months they might right. go through it rather right. than three years, but you know what I mean? But they could fall, you know, they could, especially people that have a dynamic job where they have a lot of power or that's, that's who they are. Mm-hmm. Right. That that's their friends. And yeah. and that's usually the people that get hit the hardest is the people that really do a lot within their job. Yeah. Right. Or a business yep. owner or a business owner that that's all their life. This is all I know. This is all I've done. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's important to know what the phases are because you don't, the last people don't like uncertainty. The markets don't like uncertainty. So that's why the market's going down and volatile, right? What's going to happen? Inflation and, you know, interest rate. I don't know. So that's why it's crazy. Same with retirement. If you're going in and and it's uncertain, that gives a little bit of feelings of concern and anxiety and depression, Mm -hmm. but you just know what's going to happen. So you you go through that first phase, you start to get uncertain and then you say, you know what? I get this. This is what's going to happen. Let me try some things, find what I like, and then just go with the flow. And doesn't mean you can't revisit it like your grandfather did. All right, now I've done that. I'm bored. Ten years later, you know, twenty years later for him, maybe forty years later. Let me try something new, and you go through the phases again, and just know that, and know that there might be some blips in there that the money is going to be going out a little bit faster because you're trying some new things that might cost you some to try, you know. So, um, but once you know what the phases are and that they're going to exist then you can plan the financial costs associated with it. And that's all it is. Just plan for it. So I think it's important that people understand that you're not the first to retire. It's all new to you, but learn from what this guy had to say, read the book, you know, understand these phases and be ready for them. 
or watch the TED Talk. Watch the TED Talk. Let me put it back up. So there's the YouTube. Just YouTube, yeah. Google search, the four phases of retirement. You know, you're in you're in a different four phase of retirement. You're in the fifth phase, which is pre-retirement, right? So that's where we are. <laughs> yeah, pre-retirement. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I'm glad that you you're you related this to your grandfather because I often think about him and, and like, man, planning for him must have been really tough if from a traditional sense. Okay, here's what I got, here's what I need. It you know, 40 years later, he's still kicking, you know. And yeah. It, yeah. It's just, you know, but sometimes it's good to yeah. just go with the flow and like he did, I'm sure. Yeah, the 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 uh, the social security and the fixed index annuities. Those folks, uh, insurance companies that provided those types of products, them they lost a lot of money. Yeah, that's, the social security office is uh, losing out on him, right? They make up for the other people, but you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> that's a bad yeah, bet. Yeah, he's still got, that bet. <laughs> yeah, he's been collecting social security checks for a long time. Right, when you're born in the twenties. Your life expectancy was not 101. We'll just say that. <laughs> yeah, that's right? true. Yeah. He was born before Social Security existed. So, yes. Yeah. He was. It's true. <laughs> well, uh, let's thanks for a good show, Tony. As always, it's always fun. You know, you're, you you joke, but I, I enjoy this part of my day. It keeps me going. Does it get me out of bed? I don't know. You know what gets me out of bed? These guys. The topics on this show are wide ranging yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundo or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.